Hey guys, Monty, and you're listening to another episode of The Spin Room, the home of everything indie, here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We've got a review of Pavement Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain for you today, since the album is, I guess, another year old. First year silence get off that record. And of course, this episode of The Spin Room would not be complete without us going over some of the latest music news, which I promised myself I'd do today before we talk a little bit about this album, or at least a decent amount about it, because this is one of my favorite records of all time, period, end of story. This record is just so important to me in my personal taste, but also important to 90s DIY in indie rock in general. This is one of the best indie rock records ever made of all time, period. And I think it really elevated Pavement to being the best band of the 1990s. Something that is sort of a meme to say around internet communities because you know you have bands like Radiohead that exist and Nirvana that get a ton of attention. And depending on who you ask, if they're fans of Britpop, Oasis, or Blur. There were just tons of bands which came to absolutely dominate the 90s, and Pavement really doesn't come to mind for a lot of people unless you're really into indie rock, which I am. But I think they deserve it. They fit into a 10-year bracket between 1989 and 1999, and in that period of time, they only released really one fluke, and I wouldn't even call it a fluke at that. It was a good record. It was a good closing record to Pavement Sound. And it was produced by Nigel Goodrich, and that is uh, Terror Twilight, which was released in 1999. Um, but this band absolutely deserves attention. And going into the music news, I guess, in a way that's flowing in a decent degree, Weezer released the Black Album, and it isn't good. Surprise, surprise, Weezer were contemporaries of Pavement and released Pangerton and the Blue Album around the time. The Blue Album is actually very, very much like Pavement. Weezer's just a more edgy version of, or not edgy, Weezer is a more commercial version of Pavement, depending on who you ask, especially the Blue Album. So that came out, then Solange released her new album as well, which is apparently also quite good. I haven't checked it out yet, but you definitely should. Her last album, Seat at the Table, which came out in 2016, was Pitchfork's album of the year. I don't think it should have been, considering the fact that No, wait, that was 2017. I'm getting my dates mixed up here. Let's let's check. Let's find this out because I need to find this out now. Um, Solange's last album 
A Seat at the Table, was released in 2016. And I believe was their album of the year, which is weird considering Radiohead's A Moon-Shaped Pool and David Bowie's Black Star, his final album, came out that year. And both those records are leagues, and I mean leagues, above A Seat at a Table. But I guess that's what you get when you start rating things based on arbitrary if they matter politically because what matters politically back in 2016 doesn't matter in 2019 but anyways moving forward from that so of course Solange released her new album and Mark Hollis of Talk Talk fame unfortunately passed away this is a man who is one of my favorite musicians of all time in fact we were going to dedicate this episode to him and review Laughing Stock. But Laughing Stock is a bit of a hard record to review. It's very spatial. It requires attention to detail. It's not suited for the spin room where we're just playing 30-second segments of songs. Um, but it's definitely a fantastic record. It started post-rock, which is a great genre. Bands like Godspeed, You Black Emperor, Seeger Ross, Explosions in the Sky, uh, Mogwai. Bands like that, Talk Talk, really paved the way for it to exist with Laughing Stock, and of course, in the 80s, they were a top 40 band, but Mark Hollis never sold out. In fact, he completely sold in, if that's a way to describe it. He was at top 40 fame, and it was a movement. Tuck Tuck was huge. And then he released The Spirit of Eden in 1988, which was really starting this whole post-rock thing for Tuck Tuck. And it was a complete deviation from the color of Spring and It's My Life, which came before it, which were truly synth-pop records, especially It's My Life. The song It's My Life is considered one of the most important synth-pop songs of the 1980s. Incredibly textured song, beautiful song, fantastic song. Um, but he actually got sued by his record label in 1988 when he put out Spirit of Eating because it was deemed not commercial. And he won the lawsuit, and then he just went deeper in with Laughing Stock. So we're going to play It's My Life for you guys really quick. It's a fantastic song. Rip Mark Hollis. Um, he had been retired from the music industry for about 20 years. His last record was a solo release, a self-titled solo release, in 1998, which was about 21 years ago now. Uh, so here, here's It's My Life by Talk Talk. Alright, now back to the review of Pavement's Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain, which came out in 1984, about 10 years after this Talk Talk record, which is a record that I believe is as important as Talk Talk's releases, as good. 
In fact, I think Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain is probably better than Laughing Stock, but that's just based on personal taste alone. Of course, it didn't have as big of influence, but it was a huge, huge, huge deal for 90s indie. This is the top record of 1990s indie. It's apathetic. It is DIY. It has a mind of its own. It's playful. It's fun. It's extraordinary. And you heard Silence Kid earlier, and that song was just completely taking sort of the vibe of... um. It was a Buddy Holly song from the 50s and completely moving into a new mind of its own. And it's just such an incredible record. Um, here's Stop Breathing off Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. A fantastic song after Elevate Me Later, which I think really gives it a mindset or an idea of what Pavement is attempting to do here. So you can sort of get the apathetic sense that is behind this record, but it's a playful sense of apathy. It's not like they're incredibly depressed. It's like you're skipping class and smoking a cigarette on the quad. That's what I'd equate it to. And it's just a perfect vibe to have when you're in February and wanting to actually have a quad, but we have a chapel instead that's being built, so we can't really go lay out on the quad. But... That's the vibe this song gives, and that's the vibe this whole record gives. Just this playful sense of despair and wanting to be done with something and taking it with a grain of salt. And this record's just incredibly fun. And part of that fun is the song Cut Your Hair, which was Pavement's closest song to a success and the charts. And I think it actually went up the charts. And this song, in my opinion, put them on the Lollapalooza front bill, which they were removed from because of a song later in this track list, in track list, which is Range Life. You'll hear that soon. But Cut Your Hair is Pavement's most popular song. It's a great song. Highly recommend listening to it in full. Here it is. of course next on the record you have newark wilder it's a funny song title for a band that was based out of stockton california uh and here's newark wilder really giving their diy sensibilities here 
and again that sense of apathy just bleeding through. And of course, after that comes the song Unfair, which is another deeper cut on the track listing, but it's a great song, and here it is. This is probably Pavement's most raucous song on Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. And one of my favorite deep cuts from Pavement, for sure. As you can probably gather right now, Pavement just sort of has this sort of vibe to them. And I know I've mentioned Apathy before, but you can just tell a Pavement song really, really easily. Because the way Stephen Malkmus, the lead singer of Pavement, just has his inflections and his styles and how it sounds like he just doesn't care. But in truth, this band really does care. Um, and Stephen Malkmus especially is a fantastic musician. This guy works incredibly hard on his music now. He is incredibly indebted to a lot of really, really influential artists of the past. He's about as deep of a musical influence, if not deeper, than Tom York of Radiohead. He released OK Computer, which is an album which really competes with this in my mind for the top album of the 1990s. Um, but this next song, Gold Sounds, is another pavement high cut. This is a great song. It's one of their more well-known songs. And this thing is just perfect for a summer day. So here's Gold Sounds. Go back to those gold sounds And keep my advent to yourself Because it's nothing I don't like Is it a crisis or a boring change When it's central, so essential It has a nice ring when you laugh At the low-life opinions And they're coming to
so we need to go to the next song here, and that is uh, 5 minus 4 equals unity, and that's, of course, a reference to a jazz album that Steve Malkus really likes, but Range Life is the song that got them removed from Lollapalooza. Now, it is because this song mentions not only the Stone Temple Pilots, which were big at the time, but the Smashing Pumpkins, which were at their biggest at the time. Now, Billy Corgan is a conspiracy theory peddling, you know, individual who associates with Alex Jones. But back then, Billy Corgan was a big deal, and he did not take lightly to Stephen Malkmus' slight, and really wasn't even a slight, because what even is a nature kid, which is what he calls uh, Stone Temple Pilots. He calls Stone Temple Pilots elegant bachelors, and he calls Smashing Bumpkins nature kids whatever that means uh, I, I I've never been able to figure out but this is one of my favorite songs off the record here is range life by pavement off crooked rain crooked rain and you're listening to the spin room on radio free hills Hillsdale 101.7 FM Now we gotta have time for Heaven is a Truck, which is a fantastic song that I consider probably my favorite on this record as a deep cut. And um, here's Heaven is a Truck by Pavement, and then we'll shut this thing out. Heaven is a truck, it got stuck on the breeze. I still driving nicely I need a lift I need release The sand in the boats On a rose-covered floats She is the queen of the past Can't fly I know the sharks 
So, final thoughts on Pavement's record, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain, after 25 years of existence upon God's green earth here. Um, this is probably my favorite record of all time, one of my favorite records of all time. I have like 20 10 out of 10s out of the 2,196 records I've now listened to, and this is one of them, and there's a distinct reason why, and it just appeals to me on a very distinct and fundamental level, the same way Emergency and I by Dismemberment Plan, which we'll review probably sometime in the future does. It's just a perfect record. It's apathetic, but it doesn't take itself too apathetically. And it's serious, but it doesn't take itself obviously too serious. It's just a fun, fun indie rock record that I think deserves a ton of attention. Check this thing out, everybody. This is a fantastic record and we're going to leave you on Fillmore Jive, the last song of the record thanks for listening to the spin room today again by the way guys appreciate your listens and check us out on facebook at thespinroom.com so goodbye